Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Tales from the Highway, a wrestling podcast. Uh, fortunately, we start off with some somber news. Um, WWE Hall of Famer, handsome Harley Race, passed away on Thursday. It was due to complications from his lung cancer and pneumonia he received. Um, Harley Race is a former eight-time NWA World Heavyweight Champion and the first United States Heavyweight Champion. Um, he left a trail like no other. And we will start off this podcast with a 10-bell salute for the king, handsome Harley Race. Network presents Tales from the Highway, a wrestling podcast with your hosts, James Pritzky and the Queen of the Highway, Ferrari. Yes, it was. Well, you're on number 14 now. Number so. 14, and Eight. I'm only on beer number one, so I mean... We're in trouble. We're, we're okay. Hey, I had a Captain and Coke at the show, and I was fine. You did a very good job. That was much smaller, too. Well, yeah, but it was like it was more full ice. liquor, though. Like, more, more like ice. And I was dehydrated. So we didn't, And there were no tacos. Yeah, well, that's a funny story. We'll get it is a funny. It we'll is. It is that. a funny tale. Anyways, I'm Ferrari Queen of the Highway. Yeah, yes, Ferrari Queen of the Highway, <laughs> who is less than a week out from her mixed tag team match with Fantasy, which will be teaming with Mark Mandrake. Of course, yes. Kevin Assassin will be in the, um, with uh, Fantasy. That's Rock City Three coming up. Uh, we have a guest in the house. We do have a guest. He is the voice of evil. Actually, it's a voice, uh, voice of violence. Of violence. I voice knew of that. violence. But your name's evil. Scott's evil. evil. It's spelled E-V-O-L. Love spelled backwards. That is correct. My first name is Scott, S-K-O-T, some kind of trouble. I actually spelled your name correctly, which is scary because, you know. Not many people do. I know. <laughs> Scotty Evil. Welcome to the show, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great to uh, be here. Of course, Scott Evil is the ring announcer for Rocksteady Wrestling. I am the ring leader. Ring, ring leader. leader. Excuse right. me. Excuse me. Yeah. That right here. I, I'm just some jabroni who rings a bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keeps the time. 
and uh, housemate matches because yeah, exactly. Of, yes, you're, you're the most important cog in the wheel. I'm telling you, I'm what, cog in the machine. I did. I said cog. I'm a cost of goods. Yeah, yeah. 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 he said cog. Keep it family Keep friendly. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. This is a PG show, okay? Got to be like Bill Alfonso, straight down the middle. Straight down the middle. I don't have a whistle. Where is yeah. where are we? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I lost terrible. my teeth in well, Vietnam. Po Post-production, we will go ahead and we'll add a whistling sound. There you there. go. Okay, there we go. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a fantastic show for you. We're going to talk about what happened at Fighting for a Cure. Yes. Um, we're going to talk about the upcoming SummerSlam card, which there's oh. a lot, like nearly 14 matches possibly for this card. It's because it's going to be like 18 hours long. Yeah, pretty so. much. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's uh, WrestleMania Junior. Yeah, yes, that's what much. they're doing this yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I hadn't really even thought about SummerSlam. I was more focused on fantasy, but yeah, uh, I will. I will talk about SummerSlam. We're going to talk about that. Oh, fantasy. Sorry, yes, fantasy. my brain was going in different places. Oh, oh. my goodness. They don't call me evil for nothing. I am going to have to ask for some decorum here. Decorum. Yes. So we have awesome decorum. Look at the look at the wall. Yeah, we got lots of belts <laughs> Shiny here. Shiny belts yeah. on the wall. Uh, that was decor. I said decorum, but nevertheless. Um, is that a new like, is that a new Hebrew word right. that I am not aware of? But anyways, I mean, Rakhine. yeah, I am. I'm focused on rock study because in addition to the show on Saturday on Tuesday. We've got our live presser. That's two days from now, ladies and gentlemen. Live presser coming live from Crazy Dave's Bar in Largo, Florida. It is on... It's Keen there? Or is it, it, is it is Keen. Keen. It is yes. Keen. Yes. It's where Keen and Starkey meet it's at... right after at East Right after Bay. East Bay. It's well, East Bay. well, where East Bay Turn and West Bay meet. Head, yeah. yeah <laughs> four <somewhere>. corners. <laughs> it's the four corners head, of Largo. Head north, and it's right there on the right-hand side. They jump right behind the Wind Dixie there. Yes. Right next to the bread factory. The bread factory. The oh, bread it always factory. smells... It smells awesome every time I go there. I'm um, like, <gasps> food. <laughs> food. Carbs. I want Subway. <laughs> Eat fresh. Um, not one of our sponsors, but that was a great segue. Um, nevertheless, um, before we get into all that, um, at the top of the show, we mentioned that unfortunately we lost Harley Race um, yeah. this past week. Harley Race was a pioneer of the wrestling division, um, came in in the 60s, uh, was a hot item in the 70s, became NWA world champion. First title he won was from Dory Funk Jr. His second title from Terry Funk. So that's some great company right there when he won the world title. Held that title eight times. He's the first United States champion. That lineage still carried on at the WWE today. Um, he's been king. He's been handsome. He's been a manager for the man they call Vader. He was all around a great performer. Unfortunately, another member of the wrestling community who unfortunately has succumbed to complications to cancer. Um, so we do send our condolences to the family of Mr. Race. Um, and of course, Mr. Race, Godspeed. Um, God has another great performer in front of him today. Um, Scotty, you, you, you actually knew Harley Race from your days in wrestling. Oh my goodness, can I tell you some stories. One of the toughest men I have ever met mm -hmm. in my life. His, uh, before you would go to the, into the ring with him, he would say, ask you what your finisher was. And he goes, well, I'll move. Uh, 
his other his other favorite saying was, "If you don't hit me as hard as you can before I hit you as hard as I can, you're getting knocked out." So that's just about how tough he was. Mick Foley actually uh, said the best thing. He goes, "Harley Race hit me so hard, my kids' teeth were hurting for a month." Yes. And my kids weren't born yet. <laughs> I don't know where I know where he hit him. Um, <laughs> um, no, Harley Race definitely um, one of the great competitors, including a series of matches with Ric Flair in the early eighties. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's a, it's he had a wonderful career. Um, top dog. He was no matter where he went, he was the draw. Handsome Harley Race. Uh, not many people know uh, know about this. Back in the uh, late sixties, early seventies, he did a lot of tag team wrestling with Larry the Axe Henning. Yes. Um, so uh, that tells you some of the stuff that he's done prior to becoming world champion. He was a great tag team wrestler, too, with him. Uh, won the AWA tag team titles multiple occasions um, with Larry Henning. So, I mean, this, this man done it all in wrestling. Yeah, he actually made Luthez look weak sometimes. And Thez was one of the, the toughest men ever to step in the ring. It was said that Harley Race, he could be a boxer, he could be a fighter, he could be a back backyard fighter, he could do bare knuckle fighting, he could do it all. But he chose wrestling because that's what he loved. Mm -hmm. And more than anything, he loved charity work. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but he, he had a love for children with cancer and stuff like that. He did a lot of charity shows. Um, Sean Waltman, X-Pac, who is, was one of his... Uh, Proteges, if I could say, um, Sean became one of the great, a great wrestler, and you know everybody that went in the ring with Harley was always came out the same way they came in, but a little bit, a little bit more meager and wanting more. You got to understand, him and Dusty Rhodes had some of the bloodiest matches mm -hmm. ever in NWA history. Him and Ric Flair. They left it in the ring. When Ric Flair won his first championship, it was against Harley Race. That was um, that was an amazing contest too. I mean, that may have been uh, Starcade in a cage. In a cage. Yes. Um, so you know that, that's a you know that's a, a testament to how huge Harley Race was an impact in wrestling. He is literally responsible, in my opinion, for putting Ric Flair on the map. And there's another thing, he was never, he would never say no to a match. He would never, breaking down the wall a little bit, he would never say, no, I'm not going under. Because he wanted people to know who he was and his opponent was. If his opponent beat him, that was just as important as him winning. Because everybody knew who he was and he went in that ring and gave it everything he had every time he did it. Until the day he died. The man started quit wrestling only a couple of years ago. He kept wrestling even when he had cancer. He would not stop. He was a great, great person in this business, and he is somebody that most people should look up to. Watch his tapes. Watch how he worked. Mm -hmm. He always took care of his opponent. And, and the really good thing is, is not only if you want to become a wrestler, but if you want to be a manager, you can take a look at tapes of him managing Vader. Some of the best matches Vader had was with Har when Harley Race was his manager because he had that he had that person in his corner that could teach him and tell him, "Hey, this is what you need to do. You want to get a crowd behind you? This is what you need to do. Go Amen. after him. Go after him." 
and never give up. Yeah, it is. Um, I know um, on the way to the studio here to do the podcast, of course, uh, road with you and uh, and Mark. It's like another, as he said, it's like another piece of the library has gone up in flames. Yeah, we um we credit Volley with that one, Office Daughter. You know, every time you know one of these legends passes away, we've been using her line. She originally said it when Dusty Rhodes passed away. Is that these guys have so much knowledge that when they pass away, it's like uh like the great library is burning down. You know, you're losing that opportunity to learn from these guys. Yeah. I've learned a lot from, especially uh, Dusty. Um, I used to work with him in the Florida Championship Wrestling. Not the old, old Florida Championship Wrestling, but when uh, FCW became part of uh, WWE and Dusty was actually one of the trainers and he actually put me in the ring and told me, just get on the mic and do what you do best. Everybody will love you no matter what. And, and, a, lot of people, and a lot of people would tell me, Oh, you're too raspy. You're too, you're too brutal on the microphone. I scream, I yell, but people listen, and that's what Dusty told me. He goes, "You get on the mic, people will listen because you have an authority," and that's all he wanted me to do is have authority. And, and uh, right, but even as a ring announcer, you have to have your own personality. Uh, oh yeah, ring general, ring leader, <laughs> ring leader, ring leader. What's up? <laughs> All I'm missing is the top, top hat. And the top hat. That could be the arranged. Cape. Do you the want a cape? I think you should have a cape. Yes. Super Scott. That could be arranged. <laughs> that could be arranged. I could be like Eugene. <laughs> anyway, um, Harley Race, as we said before, um, is an amazing competitor. And we do wish, uh, once again, condolences to his family and Godspeed to Harley Race. Um, you get to check out some of the match WWE Network. You can go look at, as I said, the Steel Cage match from Starcade, mm -hmm. Harley Race versus Ric Flair, um, a classic. Want to talk, take a look at some of his managing? I uh, would go no further than looking at Vader versus Sting, uh, where Vader became the World Heavyweight Champion. So, Amazing match. Um, so those are two different, definitely matches you can take a look at. Minus Harley Race. If you want to check out some of the stuff they did in the WWF, when it was King Harley Race. Look no further to. I'm not sure if it was a Saturday Night's main event or the main event. But Harley Race actually challenged Hulk Hogan for the World Wrestling Federation. That was Saturday Night's main event. So there's another another outlet to go see the, the king of wrestling, handsome Harley Race. Unfortunately, passed away August 1st. So, um, with that said, we're going to take a quick break here. Um, we're going to talk about CBDMD.com. And on the other side, we'll get into some of the rock steady wrestling coming up here. We got. Two major, major things coming up this week. So stand by, we'll be right back. If you're like me and most adults, you have daily aches and pains. One thing that has helped me with the discomfort is using CBD products. I'm not talking about medical marijuana. This has no THC and it won't get you high. There's been a lot of research about CBD helping with inflammation, and I can say from personal experience it does give me some relief. The company I recommend is CBDMD.com. They have all sorts of CBD products, oil tinctures and capsules, gummies, topicals, and bath bombs. They even have CBD oil for animals. Check them out at CBDMD.com. 
ladies and gentlemen, we're back on Tales from the Highway, a wrestling podcast. Don Vincenzo is in the office for a moment here. Come on in here for just a moment here. How's it going, James? Doing well. Um, uh, did you enjoy your birthday? Yes, I did. Good. I'm glad I did. Um, you are going to be joining me this Tuesday, as in two days from now, as my co-host for the presser, because obviously Ferrari is... A participant in the main event. Yeah, and so I'm wondering how much security I need to have for that. Well, good news, good news is because the by order of the general manager, he has already ordered at least one referee must be present, and that referee will be there. Brian Rubright will be there. And don't even, don't even say, I know what you like to call him, but we'll get to that in a moment. And I, I do think we need to get a couple more security people there. Do you honestly think I'm going to put myself... In between those two? Don't worry, I'll protect you. Sky they'll run over you just, just as well as they'll run over me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll have more than just that one referee of security. Since yeah. we got Rev Right as security, is uh, Sky Low Low available for security also? Maybe, uh, you know. I, I hear there's a couple midgets over at that dance parlor they're over. They're not called dancing. midgets, they're little people. Little people, sorry. Yeah, that, that, what do you want to do? Get a couple of the micro wrestlers to come there in? There you go. Uh, Micros, there we go. We, we need that in the show. Ah. Uh. Yeah, the last time I had the micro-wrestlers on one of my shows, they were slapping Lou Cypher in the backside. And then running <laughs> that was entertaining. I mean, come on. That's entertainment. Having a seven-foot-tall giant beast being spanked by little people. <laughs> I agree. Willy Wonka would be proud. Yeah, Willy Wonka might be proud, but I thought that guy was going to get killed if Cypher could have got a hold of him. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? I really don't have trust in Brian Rubright because the fact that he hid behind me when Kennedy Kendrick was coming forward to him about that count. Mr. Kennedy Kendrick. Anyway, on that note, I think, come see me after the show. We'll work out the details. Yeah, we'll work out the details. Ladies and gentlemen, Don Vincenzo, and of course, (laughs) I expect my raise. (laughs) Uh, I think I already got one. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely got raised. Okay. Ferrari. Yes. You are going to be face to face with fantasy in forty eight hours from now. Well, you're really gonna put me. Yeah, you're really good. Well, yeah. I mean, she's a little taller than me, but I mean, you're really gonna put us that well, close. Well, we can we can get <laughs> Brian to get down on his hands and knees. You can stand on him. Oh, that's, um, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Give her a little belly reserve. <laughs> <laughs> You're so adorable. But, uh, I mean, if you're gonna put us that close, I mean, I don't, I can't make any promises. It's about <laughs> respect when it comes to Mandrake and Cuban Assassin, um, but uh, it, right now there is no respect between you and. Have you ever watched a Mandrake Cuban Assassin match? Uh, twice now. It is some of the most brutal, mm-hmm. unforgiving. There is no respect when they're in the ring. They want to kill each other. Outside the ring, once the match is over, that's fine. But once they're inside, there is no respect. Those two want to really hurt each other. And I, for, for some reason, I have, a, I have a stink, like, intuition. And I've been in this business for almost 25 years. One of these guys are not going to come back after this match. I have that feeling. I think it's going to be that brutal. Okay. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
what about the two girls? Because actually, I'm afraid that one of them might not come back. Maybe that's what he meant. <laughs> oh, okay. I've known Cuban and Farrar and uh, Cuban and Fantasy for, let's say, almost over 15 years now. I've known Mark and Ferrari. We've been closer friends than I've been with Cuban and Fantasy because they're like very antisocial unless you're at the bar and stuff like that. But I love them to death. We're antisocial too. <laughs> but you're my kind of antisocial. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, I, I have a mohawk. You know, hashtag antisocial. Yeah. yeah, hashtag antisocial. And but but I know how brutal all four of them can get, and the women are just about as scary as the guys are. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that is very true because I have seen some of these workout sessions that Ferrari's been going through. She's been busting her booty to get ready it's for a big fantasy. Booty, <laughs> you said it, not me. Okay? But nevertheless, booty, fresh and fruity, right? I really hope that with all the running around the bar and everything for fantasy does, that's getting her ready for this match. She has waitresses to do that. Yeah. Well, we'll see. They've been living it up in Cuba. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, How was your trip to Mexico, by the way? Oh, Mexico's always wonderful. Awesome, awesome. It will Mexico's be better than Cuba. The Cuban flag versus the Mexican flag, apparently. So. Oh, yeah, hey. Mexico. Spoiler alert. <laughs> anyway. For those of you that didn't know, Ferrari is actually officially T-Rexican. Yes, I am T-Rexican. I like that. Yeah. You boys like T-Rexico? <laughs> Sit right here and have another a beer. Beer in T-Rexico. <laughs> it's getting weird, guys. Oh, my. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Kiss said it best. And Just I say welcome to the show. Just so you know, ladies and gentlemen, Ferrari is still only on beer number one. That's okay. right, but I have had some hazelnut M&M's and almost a whole white pizza. And I drank about six bangs before I came here. Bang! Bang! Bang, bang! <laughs> what we saw! What we saw! Last week. Yes, we'll get to that in a few moments here. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Rocksteady 3 is coming up. One less than a week now. Six days. Six days away. August the May event, August 10th. It's Cuban Assassin and Fantasy. Whoa. I was going to say one on one. It's two on two. Uh, next tag. It's going to be Ferrari and, of course, Rocksteady Heavyweight Champion, the Suicide Messiah, Mark Mandrake. And we, of course, have Maximus versus Ativalu. Yes. This is going to be an amazing contest. One of the feature matches, and it's getting quite the buzz. We have a rematch. It's official. We're yes. going to have it. It's going to be the Bison and Sam C in a best two out of three falls contest. I cannot wait for that right? one. Sam threw out the challenge and Bison accepted. Yes, so. yeah, he accepted. And they were match of the night at RSW too. Yes. And on top of that, you are going to see the great Kennedy Kendrick. He'll be there. You're going to see the son of a warrior, Nick, Nick Fury. Fury. Yes. In addition to that, you're going to see the Diamond Kid from New Breed. New Breed? It's a new day. It's a new breed. And always a new year. Always a new breed. New year. Anyway, nevertheless, you're also going to see the debut of Brittany Diamond. Yes. And I have no idea what she plans on doing, and I hope she doesn't try to get involved. 
Uh, did Ginger just ask me for some trouble here? Yeah, because there's already enough trouble between me and Fantasy. Yes. We don't need any more trouble. So, um, so definitely will come out and check out the show. There's a lot going on. Um, we've got Bobby Fontes coming back. Yes. We have Neurosis returning. Um, so definitely come out and check out the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, conspicuous by his absence. Um, we're going to quickly get it out here because it has not been announced yet, but we're going to make an announcement now um, due to some injuries um, sustained in a match in Miami. Uh, ERA is going to be nursing his injuries. He has not been cleared. My girlfriend's However, favorite wrestler. I know. I don't have one of them anyway. Um, however, I will let you know that he will be back in September, and we will see him then. So, um, but so get well, ERA. We want you to come back here soon. We need to reach out to him and get him a nice little call and have him on the show again. Yes. Yeah, we'll have to get him on the show. I don't know because um, he is down in Miami. We'll have to see you know what? how we're gonna get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been to Miami in quite a while. I have. And you want to know something that's really cool? What's the really cool? The internet is a great thing. You can Skype them. Right? Yeah, we could just Skype, I guess. Yeah. So. Because that four-hour drive to Miami and then the four-hour drive back <laughs> is not terrible, but it's not but, awesome. But let's, let's, it's not just, a buffalo. let's just keep it, in, keep it in the clear. Miami is also known as Little Havana. And oh, yeah. See, this, I, right, yeah, really I don't, don't want to go to Miami. And... And you know, I think people can't drive around here. Have you you've not been to Miami in a while? That's why I just stay on the internet. Remember when we were talking about New Jersey? Yes. Yeah, it's that's Miami. Oh, you just compared Miami full of sunshine, maybe a thunderstorm here. The way that people drive on okay. the interstate. Well, it's the same thing. Well, in that case, they're my kind of people, then. You, you do understand that my cousin's from New Jersey, right? I'm yeah. from New Jersey, okay? Yeah, we all, we all have people in New Jersey. Bam, bam, Bigelow, rest in peace, please. Yes. Everybody yeah. has somebody from New Jersey. King Kong Bundy, rest in peace. He's from Atlanta yeah. County. We used to make fun of him. Oh, you, you're from the garbage state. Garbage state is exactly what it is, <laughs> man. I'm telling uh -huh. you right now. Okay? Um, you know... <sighs> Well, then, I, and it's the, the only good thing that came out of New Jersey was the Sopranos. Yes. And they usually ended up going to New York. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, Rock Study 3, uh, she says, August 10th at the J. Ben Harrell Recreation Complex in Holiday, Florida. And it is on Gulf Trace Boulevard. So, if you come up to the Sun Toyota from Pinellas, that is, it will be on your left. Golf Trace is the road at the traffic light right in that corner there. Mm -hmm. Just turn left, take it down as far as you go, you're going to run into the place. If you're coming from Pasco, obviously if you see Sun Toyota, that traffic light right before Sun Toyota is where you want to be. Turn right, then take it as far down as you can go. I expect to see all your shiny faces there because we're going to have a great shiny, time. Shiny, happy people. <laughs> shiny, happy people holding hands. I love you, Pritzky. <laughs> you should not have put us on the same side of the table. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> you, Dear God, like, what did I do to deserve all this? <laughs> I must want to say, oh yeah. Like oh Scotty my, said. Oh my, my God! Testify! <laughs> Like, like Scotty said earlier.
clear. We, we've been friends a long time, so. <laughs> we, we've, we've driven more miles than Mick Foley has scars. Yes, and I mean, most of it was on US-19, so. That's a lot of scars. <laughs> it's a lot of mental damage. <laughs> Not not as many as going from Orlando and then going all the way to the other side of the state. Yeah, that was... And me snoring. And, yeah. yeah. No, it... Here, actually hold on. I, 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 I came up with the... T I knew what I wanted... With the story, the Tales from the Highway I wanted to, se to uh -oh. say right, today. But it's... Tales from the Highway. And it's not even hard. really from a highway because it wasn't even that far. But oh. Scotty's got to tell it because it's funnier. Ladies and gentlemen, Tales from the Highway from Scott Evil. This is about Scott Evil and my cousin Jessica. <laughs> I, I, why am I feeling Scott's been put on the spot? Go ahead, Scott. Jessica is probably one of the most beautiful women I've ever met in my life before we go in, on to this. I think it was, what, uh, 4th of July. Was it 4th of July? When I think... we went to Caddy's. Yes. And yeah. we all got shit-faced drunk. And I had to sleep on the couch with a very drunk Jessica and a very drunk me. Yeah, two people on a little couch is hard enough. But when you get us drunk on a little couch, we did not do anything. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> Thank you, Bill Clinton. But... Uh, he but, was, uh, but, but here comes the good part. <laughs> yes, uh, there was some touchy-feely stuff going on. and So, so he was truly up all night. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Let me tell you something, brother! Okay. With that being said, I do have respect for that woman, and she is one of the most beautiful women that ever walked the face here. If you listen to this, Jessica, I am totally sorry because your cousin put me up to this. I did. I almost fell off the couch three times. <laughs> and I snore really loud as it is. Mm-hmm. Can you finish the story? Because I have Vinny looking over at me right now, <laughs> laughing. But, so... If I remember correctly, when I woke up in the morning, Scotty and Jessica were in the bathroom together. Oh. Not, not doing anything fun. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Scotty had to hold Jessica's hair back oh. while she gave back everything she had ingested the night before. <laughs> no, I did not kiss her afterwards. No. <laughs> Jessica was praying to the porcelain gods, guys, and she will she will corroborate the story too. Oh yeah, she, she was, she's yeah. awesome. But yeah, she is awesome. Yeah, she's my favorite army chick. Yes. I'm but yeah, that's my tales from the highway this time. Scott Evil. Vinny has some stories. Don Scott Evil also. Come on in. Come on. You don't really want me on this. <laughs> <laughs> Evil doesn't want me on this. <laughs> There's actually recordings of me sleeping at Simon Says' house. <laughs> They've actually recorded me sleeping because I didn't know how loud I was. And well, talking. I, I'm thinking more of a trip to Sanford. Have we discussed the we, Sanford we, trip? We mentioned, but we didn't really. Oh, you mean the chick that was deep throwing an ice cream cup? <laughs> Are we allowed to say deep throwing? Can, can we say well, deep throwing? Well, let's put it this way. She had that ice cream cone 
farther down her throat than than halfway of a cone. I mean, that was one of those store-bought nutty buddies. Okay. We're talking. We're talk <laughs> that's not the we're, one that was coming we're to We're talking Pornhub hand-to-mouth. But that's not what I was thinking of. We were going across Interstate 4. <laughs> And uh, there's a section of Interstate 4 that I don't know has, still don't know that has been repaired. <laughs> it's inconstant. In a Dodge Durango. Uh, I have been relegated to the back seat of this vehicle with Scott Evil, predominantly because we're the two tallest in the vehicle, so we got stuck all the way in the back with all the other seats moved up. I as much still as they hate seatbelts. Yeah. <laughs> so we hit this bump and hit it at 85 miles an hour. So, Scott and I both get launched. Scott's head hits the ceiling of the, of the truck, and when he comes down, he comes down with the seatbelt buckle square between his cheeks. Oh, now we're in Those trouble. aren't pillows! <laughs> now we're in trouble. Look at, we were Ladies so loud. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been joined by the Rocksteady Heavyweight Champion, who is not here in the capacity of a wrestler. But it's the capacity that we just got We're done recording. We're roasting Scott Evil. <laughs> we just got done recording the uh, Outbreak MMA podcast. I really hope you go enjoy uh, that podcast. Uh, Mark, welcome. Have you heard some of these stories? Oh, there are stories that we cannot tell about Scotty on this podcast. Like the time that Dustin Rhodes went missing and we couldn't find him and he lost the championship up in New York we, we, City? We, we, there was something else involved with that story, too. No, there is stuff that we cannot talk about on this podcast because it will implicate you, but it will implicate me, too. Well, well, let's just say I am very good friends with all the Rhodes, Runnels, all of them. They're, they're very good friends of mine. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> There's a lot of people that went missing after they hung out with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Tales from the Highway a Wrestling Podcast. It's more like an entertainment show today. It is. Um, we, have the, we have the ringleader. Yes. I got this right this time. Scott Evil. You're hot. <laughs> uh, that is a poster of Candace Michelle. Oh, oh never mind. She does look excellent. Oh, yeah. Oh, she looks amazing. She always will look amazing. Go, Daddy Girl. She looked amazing on Raw. She did. Reunion. Yeah, that, that outfit was something else. You know who else was on there on Raw Reunion that I thought really looked good still? Melina. Melina amazing. is amazing. Yes. She's definitely uh, looking good. Raw Reunion was just a couple of weeks ago. Unfortunately, we didn't get to cover it because we were busy we were. fighting for a cure. Um, we which, were watching Mick Foley, who was also at the yes, Raw reunion. Yes, but, but, he, but Mick Foley, I think, made the biggest impact because he was able to do something that very few people have been able to do lately. Get Bray Wyatt a little bit over here with Bray Wyatt applying the mandible claw on Mick Foley, and it definitely struck a couple nerves on that audience. So that was definitely a good thing right there mm -hmm. for Bray Wyatt. Uh, of course, Bray Wyatt will be facing Finn Balor at SummerSlam. Um, that's Do we get to see the demon? I don't know if we're going to see the demon. It's SummerSlam. Yeah, but we saw the demon earlier this year, so. But it's but SummerSlam. And. The so demon always comes out in summer. Yeah. Let's go back to Fighting for a Cure 6. Okay. Awesome show. How, we Okay, so when we left, we raised, raised $17,700. Right. They announced at the show they raised $17,700, which was amazing. Ever. 
Joe forgot a couple of checks, checks in his pocket or something. Yes. So it actually was over eighteen thousand. Yes, eighteen thousand fifty dollars was the official total at the end of the night. An amazing total that was donated from that year. Now, mind you, the first five shows only raised twenty thousand. Total. Yeah. Total. Five shows. Yes. We almost doubled that by all the fans and contributions. Mm -hmm. Joe outdid himself this time. Mick Foley, class act. Great to be on the show. Uh, you know, we had our interviews after the show. I want to tell you right now, you know, I, I have a little bit of a fear of Chuckles, the clown. Chuckles was awesome. But I'm so glad we got to. I got he to was him. humble. He was very humble about the fact we that got he to got interact to with Mick Foley. Share the ring with Mick Foley, and That's that was awesome. his dream. So uh, he got to live a dream and got to fight for a cure at the same time. Cakes for a cure, great job. Um, with that, uh, I'm going to tell you, everybody did their best at the show. It was an amazing night. Um, so I, there's nothing we can go wrong with that. I know I touched Sam's ribs a little bit after he faced Tweedledee. Yeah, died. you were a little rough with him. Well, you know what? He has only like a buck 90. Yeah. So, you know, if that. If that. <laughs> you know, we'll have to see. Maybe if he shows up, we can weigh him at our Cubits Bar or something like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> nevertheless, um, I, I, it was it was great. It was a good show. Now, on that said, we were disappointed about one thing. Where were my tacos? Where were our tacos? And guess what? Apparently, the owner of Tacos to Go has an attitude problem. I heard. Um, well, I have an attitude problem because I didn't get any tacos. Yeah, we didn't get any tacos. We're a little disappointed about that, but we want. We to had say, to go eat at Wawa, which is yeah, fine. I mean, another one, Wawa. Wawa's awesome. Yeah. But we want to say kudos to Joe and going ahead and confronting this man. And you know what? Stand up for what you believe in, my man. We'll all be back next year because I'll tell you right now, it was amazing. It's a great opportunity for... They might need to go somewhere bigger. I know, seriously. That place was packed. That place was packed. And but I had to wait did. like 20 minutes for my drink. But he did pose a question. Uh -huh. Who should be on Fighting for a Cure 7? Well, I mean... How can you outdo Mick Foley? Why not bring Mick Foley back? I mean, I don't know. Heck, there you go. Uh, Joe, you, you know? listen to the podcast. Why not bring Mick Foley back again? Right? Maybe, I mean... Uh, we, maybe we could trade Rocky for... Get another Rocky. Maybe. I don't know. That's... You know what, though? We're all fighting for a cure, and one of those things, a cure, is, you know, you know, the, 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 the CBD from the... CBDM. Yeah, maybe we should go ahead. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. But we can always bring in... Oh, you're talking... Rob Van Damn, That was a good, good shot right there. Um, and, of course, you know, they're, they're, I'm just throwing out suggestions there. You know, right here in Florida, we got... Yeah. Gangrel mm -hmm. to come in. He's a great draw out here in Florida. Right. Um, so there, there, there's definitely there still are a there. lot of legends and you know really big names around. I mean, sure. You know, and and the the good thing is is there's so many people in the wrestling business that do care about causes. So it's not like you're gonna you're gonna find very few wrestlers that when you ask them, hey. I want you to come to this charity show that are going to completely blow you off, you I've know? I've never heard one. 
Yeah. Well, there was one apparently, but that's been dealt with. Yeah, um, well, <laughs> there's there's always an exception, but always for the most part, exception. for the most part, and it is an exception to the rule, and it is true. So, because I mean, mm -hmm. you know why, you're a public figure, and as a public figure, you have a uh, what's a good word for it? Uh, I went speechless here. So well, I think what you're trying—I don't know what you're trying to say is, you know, as a public figure, you do have an image to uphold. But it's most a, most people, duty. most people in the wrestling business, started off as normal people. You yes. know, not from you know super wealthy upbringings or you know everybody in and everybody has you know somebody that they've lost from cancer or somebody that. You know, they've, they've had to deal with severe mental illness or diabetes or, you know, I mean, we all have, you know, our own struggles so we can empathize with people and that's why we're all so willing to give our time, you know, to charity shows and to, you know, like you were talking about Harley Race earlier, Scott, about like, you know, wanting to help kids with cancer and things like that. I oh, mean, yeah. we're all like that. We all will always take time to, you know, like meet with kids. And that's why like Make-A-Wish is such, you know, such a partner with like WWE and wrestling now because, you know, everybody's... One of biggest draws is wrestling. Mm -hmm. make... John Cena is the most asked for person mm -hmm. ever. Make-A-Wish has like been around 700? since... Yeah, Make a Wish has been around for since the nineteen late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. And John Cena has surpassed everybody mm -hmm. as the most asked for person. And, and he and he grants all these wishes. And he does. And he grants right. every wish. And I mean a lot of people love him or hate him. I've actually met him yeah. when I worked with at FCW. Oh. The man's a real person. Yeah. If you walk up to him, yeah, sometimes Guys, any person that has any kind of stature in this country, if you walk up to them while they're eating at a restaurant with their family, they are going to shun you. Wait till after they're done eating, go up to them, meet them. Any of us will always be there to shake your hand because we were you. We were a fan. Yeah. If we weren't a fan, we wouldn't want to be in this business. And when I was a kid, I... I the actually first person, and I spoke about this just a little while ago, the first person I ever met in this business was Harley Race, and I went to an NWA show when I was a kid with my grandmother. And she was like, this is Harley Race, and I was like, who the hell are you, old man? <laughs> but he sat down, and that was the first time I fell in love with wrestling. You know, people say I don't want to meet my idols. If you didn't want to meet your idols, why would they be idols? Right. Sorry. Yeah, some of us are assholes. Well, you know, most of us are. But I'm going to shoot from the hip right here and say 95% of us in this business are happy enough to sit down and talk with you. And, you know, and, and many people will say, well, that probably doesn't that exempt Ric Flair or Hulk Hogan. No, I got news for you. It does not exempt Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan has a store right on Clearwater Beach. Now, I had an opportunity to actually speak with Hulk Hogan and talk to him. During the middle of Hurricane Irma, mm -hmm. okay, he stayed, I worked at the Sand Pro Resort back then, that was a couple years ago, and I stayed there, and Hulk Hogan, who's a friend of the general manager, 
asked if he could stay there so he didn't have to evacuate off of the beach. And I sat there and had dinner with the man on the night of the hurricane coming in. Down the earth conversation. Yeah, we talked about wrestling too. Don't get me wrong. Hulk Hogan, when you sit there and talk to him during dinner, is Terry Bollea. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. He's a man. We're all human, and that's the way it is. And we all do this for a reason. So, yes, I got to meet one of my childhood heroes. The only one I'm never going to probably meet right now that I actually loved growing up is John Tenta. Rest in peace, my friend. Because I always thought the Earthquake was one of the best wrestlers in the world. He had 468 pounds. He's sumo star. Second best big, big guy besides Bam Bam Bigelow. Just saying. Love you, James Christie. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Tales from the Highway, a wrestling podcast. We'll be back in just a few moments, and we got SummerSlam coming up. Stay tuned. If you're like me and most adults, you have daily aches and pains. One thing that has helped me with the discomfort is using CBD products. I'm not talking about medical marijuana. This has no THC and it won't get you high. There's been a lot of research about CBD helping with inflammation, and I can say from personal experience it does give me some relief. The company I recommend is CBDMD.com. They have all sorts of CBD products, oil tinctures and capsules, gummies, topicals, and bath bombs. They even have CBD oil for animals. Check them out at CBDMD.com. Invite you. The internet is for porn. The internet is also for finding out what's going to go on in SummerSlam because we don't have great memories, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, coming up, this is August 11th, the day after Rocksteady 3. It is. And there is a potential of 14 matches coming up for this. Hold on, Ferrari's counting. Yes. I think I've got. 13, but this might be before the potential 14. Well, let's go through the list. Okay, let's oh, go through the list. My favorite thing in the whole wide world. The list. Where is Jericho? Jericho. Not on SummerSlam. Not on the list. <laughs> By the way, I did read a little blurb on 411 that they are going to introduce the first ever females wrestling championship on AEW. Yes. Awesome! So, Young for president. That will be on the first show on TNT. Oh. So, Young for president. I'm, I'm with you. Let's do it. Young for president. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, Seth Rollins will be facing the reigning, defending, undisputed, universal heavyweight champion, 
Brock Lesnar in the championship match at SummerSlam. Wasn't this the main event or the, uh, oh, sorry, the opening contest of WrestleMania 35? It says right here. Yeah. Uh, so okay, anyway, yeah. uh, who's your pick? Always Seth Rollins. Scotty. Do I really have to? I know, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, this has been so I know. It's gonna end. Probably end shenanigans. I'm going shenanigans. Brock. Are you going Brock? I'm going Brock. I'm going Seth. You want to know why? Why? Because it's gonna be a screw job. WWE Championship match is coming up. New Days, Kofi Kingston defending the WWE Championship against the Viper, Randy Orton. And before we say anything, um, I actually worked with Kofi Kingston in FCW, mm -hmm. and it is about time he got a shot. Amen to that. He, he, that man, when he actually had a Jamaican accent, um, <laughs> he was one of the best single wrestlers in FCW. The man could do anything. I mean, he could walk a tightrope and do backflips off that tightrope and still walk out the tightrope. He's a Royal Rumble highlight. I love watching yes. him in the Royal Rumble. He's always a Royal Rumble highlight. The man, I mean, he, he, there is no gravity when he's in the ring. So I would have to say Kofi for that one. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm going with Kofi too, but I do feel that if Kofi title reign is going to end, it will probably come at the hands of Randy Orton. Yeah, I was going to say, I would like to see Orton with the championship, but I like Kofi's run with it. Orton is and the only man active wrestler right now that could actually reach the 16 mark. Yes. That will match John and uh, Rick. So that's yes. going to be uh, something that I would and Randy Orton's going to be well rested because he's on vacation. So. Uh, it's be nice to be an Orton. Uh, Raw Women's Championship on the line. This has become pretty heated. Natalia challenging Becky Lynch. What is the Queen of Hearts going to do to get by the man, or is she not even going to get by is the man? Is it just me, or does she sound really whiny? The Queen of Hearts is actually the Italian. heartbeat of all female wrestling in WWE. I've actually watched her run run a whole female locker room yeah. by herself and they listen to her. They respect her. Oh yeah. No, but, this but is... go ahead. But yes. Okay, that's what I was, okay, that's what I was hoping you were getting at. It's like Natalia's awesome. And like you said, I mean backstage, on TV, but like just what I've seen the last couple weeks is are they making her be that whiny? I don't, like that's not her. That's not her. her and dad, I don't her like dad it. Would yeah. I don't like it. She's coming off as this like <laughs> like <sighs> She's acting like her husband. Poor TJ. Poor TJ. <laughs> that's her favorite chihuahua. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I just I don't know. I uh, I, I I think Becky is better in Chase, and I would actually like to see Natalia win. I would love Natalia to have a championship, but I just don't like the way that they're portraying her. If, Be if they let Becky go and be Becky, the Irish last kicker that she is, mm -hmm. if they let her full board be Becky Lynch of what she was when she beat her mother in the ring, mm -hmm. Becky Lynch will be unstoppable. Yes. 
So you go, you go, you're both going for Becky. Becky. Okay. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, up next on the list here, SmackDown Live Women's Championship, Ember Moon challenging Bailey. This is a tough one for me right now. So I would love to see Ember Moon get a shot. Ember but Moon. I also think it's not time yet. Right. Yeah. No. That, I was gonna say something similar. Is I I would love I love Ember Moon and I would love to see her be champion, but I don't see them I, having I, Bailey. I think all. I think everybody's waiting. I, this, this sounds great. I'm not waiting for it, but I think in the back of my everybody's mind, everybody's waiting. For Sasha Banks to return oh, and have God. that feud with <laughs> Bailey. Bailey is the female version of John Cena. Yeah. She is all the, the kids half, love all her. the kids love her. She gives away all her stuff on the way to the ring and all that blah She's blah blah. She's always happy but and positive and in yeah. the ring. I'm a three time hugger. In the ring? Have you ever watched her moves? She is Flawless. Mm -hmm. so she's very good at what she does in that ring. Absolutely. And Ember Moon, I'm sorry, she's an amazing wrestler. She's she she has a part place in my heart, but it's not her time. Yet. Right. Uh, the OCs, AJ Styles defending his United States Championship against former champion Ricochet. Uh, as good as Ricochet is, it's it's not time for him to regain that title yet, in my opinion. AJ Styles is going to remain the United States Champion, especially as long as the OC is the titles. AJ is still too hot right now. Yeah. He, he's on a streak from back back in Japan. He's in on a streak from back in TNA. He that he is phenomenal. Not to, mm -hmm. No pun intended, but... I watched him from when he was 16 years old when he started wrestling. And when he went into TNA, I used to go to all the Orlando shows and watch him go. The kid is amazing. And he hasn't slowed down. Right. He yeah. started good and got better. I mean, yes. it's... <laughs> there, there, it's there's like only one, per one person a generation. There is always one wrestler generation. Mm -hmm. John Cena was the last generation. Before that, we'll go with Stone Cold and The Rock. That was kind of special. You got a duplicate on exactly. Um, and then we talk about Hogan and Flair. And, and before that is Bruno and of course the man we just lost this past week, Harley Race. Exactly. And now you got AJ. AJ and Seth Rollins are probably going to be the next, the next ones. You're going to hear them everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I I watched Seth Rollins back when he was in ROH. There between them two, the matches that they've actually had together are some of the most memorable because there was not one mistake made. Speaking of Ring of Honor, that brings me to Kevin Owens. <laughs> Another man who pretty much could do no wrong in, in, in Ring of Honor, uh, considering his gimmick was doing everything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens is once again fighting the establishment. He will be facing Shane McMahon, but if Kevin Owens loses, he has to quit. If Kevin Owens loses, it's because Shane McMahon had somebody he had hit him in the back of the head. Yeah. Shane um, does not need to be in the ring. Kevin, anymore. Kevin, yeah, well, you know what? You notice I'm not saying this week what I normally say, so. Uh, yeah. 
Shane O'Mac has no reason to be in the ring. The guy's rich. Let him sit on. And they the have so many talented wrestlers that could be. He's taken away from the spotlight. So yeah. So He's in other words, here is my here is my prediction on the winner of this match. Excuse me for a moment. The worst in the world, Kevin. Oh. Enough said. <laughs> yeah, he uh, Shane Shane McMahon is being a McMahon right now, and you know, I'm just I'm happy. all for I'm all for gimmicks and all that. I'm just happy he's not facing Kofi Kingston like I heard rumor of. Exactly, and that would have that would have. There's a reason why WWE's viewers viewer points are going down. There's. A lot of pushing and shoving. Who should be in the spotlight? Who shouldn't? Who should the torch be passed to? They're not passing it. Yeah. Um, next match here. Speaking of passing the torch, um, it's going to be WWE Hall of Famer, the legendary Trish Stratus, going one on one with the nine-time Women's Champion, the Queen Charlotte Flair. I, I know you don't like when I say the queen. Huh? No, she she's allowed. It's okay. Okay. Uh, she's actually, not the queen. She's not the queen of the highway. But she can call, she can call herself the queen. It's fine. See, I I, I knew Charlotte when she was a baby. 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 And um, I knew her her brother, and yeah. uh, I was there actually. Um, good friend of mine, Karen McDaniel, which is Wahoo McDaniel's wife. Um, we were all there when uh, when we died and all that. So you know, I have very very fond memories of the Flair family. And uh, but oh. You're going against Trish Stratus. Stratisfaction right? in its who, finest. Yeah, right? And, and who, she's in the best shape of her life. Have right? you seen Ano Trish Stratus? Another one who got better <laughs> as she, she got retired. Yeah, as she got older. Like <laughs> who like commanded the end of the first like women's <laughs> Royal Rumble and like <laughs> I mean, she is one of the first women that started the women's re revolt in wrestling. Mm -hmm. She paved yeah. the way for Charlotte Flair. Her and Lita, yeah. And somebody's gonna Victoria. go to school. I am sorry, but mm -hmm. Charlotte, girl, you might get stretched out. Right? <laughs> I don't know she might get stretched out, but I think in the end, I think in the end Charlotte's gonna pull it out. By the skin of her teeth if she does. Yeah. It won't be with a figure eight, by the way. No. no I have a feeling. Have you seen end. Trish's legs? Yeah, I have no. a feeling <laughs> if, it, if it ends, it's going to be natural selection. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go with on that one. So. Sammy Zayn going one on one. He has decided to knock on the Beast's door. He will be facing Alistair Black. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Sammy Zayn, Sammy Zayn, Sammy Zayn. Ah, another ROH alumni. El Genetico! Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. He, he, he. There's only one ROH guy that has not been featured in WWE, and I don't know why Mr. Strong has never been selected in WWE, because he is Evil probably one of the 
finest wrestlers that ever came out of ROH and IPW here in, in Tampa, Florida. He, he does have an upcoming NXT television championship, but we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah. And um, for Sami Zayn to go against Mr. Aleister Black, that is one evil man. He will beat down he will beat down Sami Zayn. But I think Sami Zayn might have a chance because he he's been wrestling for so long. Right. I mean, Sami Zayn has been in this, this he's business for almost 20 years. <laughs> Haunted haunt microphone over here. Thank you, Harley. <laughs> but yeah, if, if, if Sami Zayn has a chance, it's it's gonna be at the end of the match, and it's either gonna it's gonna be very close, or yeah. Alistair's just yeah. gonna. You know, the off. good news is though for Sammy that Huluba kick can come out of nowhere, and if that does come out of nowhere and get Alistair right in the right spot on the chin, that could very well be the doom. However, what's even more out of nowhere is Black Mass, which literally can happen at the snap of my fingers. It's like the RKO. Yes. And I just see that that's going to be what's going to happen. It's going to be Black Mass and Sami Zayn down looking at the stars. Looking up at the ceiling going, how the hell did I get down here? And by the time you hear the one, two, three, you'll hear the ding, 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 and it's all over. Finn Balor, <laughs> not named as the demon here. Yet. Please, Finn. It, it's only a little we'll bit of makeup. Facing Bray Wyatt, but Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt has that scary is mask now. Listed no. as being the fiend. Right, he's got that scary mask. So I Finn Balor has to be the demon. No, no, no. See, this is why I don't think he's going to be the demon here. Because if you haven't heard the news, Finn Balor is taking some time off to rejuvenate. He needs some time off to rest and heal. He's going to Japan. Okay. That's where his that's where his happy place is. And then when he comes back, he's going to come back and he will be back in the ring with Bray Wyatt. And the Fiend then will face the Demon. So mm. I'm going with no Demon here at SummerSlam. And I'm going with Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, winning the match. Bray Wyatt? <sighs> Tell us a Bray Wyatt story, man. Because I know you know. <laughs> yeah. I know you know Bray. Bray Wyatt is one of the most sadistic, most, if I may use my own name, evil. <laughs> this one was with an eye, by the way. Yeah. But he is the smartest person in that ring at all times. It don't matter who he is in the ring with, he is smarter than that person. He comes from a lineage, from a lineage of wrestlers in his family that were amazing. And he and his brother breaking down the wall, sorry. Believe. But him he every time you watch him in the ring, if you watch his eyes, he does not stop looking at what is he's a chess player in that ring. He watches five steps ahead. And Finn Balor better watch out because he is a master chess player. I've actually seen it with my own eyes. The guy can play chess. And that's what he uses his wrestling ability as. He is a chess player. And Bray 
the fiend, whatever you want to call him, Mr. Rogers, you know, the, the guy is unbelievable. The guy is unbelievable. He, 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 he's going to take this one. Now, officially signed at this moment is Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz. However, rumor has it that this match is not going to be happening. Did anybody hear Dolph Ziggler's wonderful promo this past week calling out a specific name as he was ranting on the mic? Spirit Squad! <laughs> I didn't oh, see wait, it. I didn't, I, I, I didn't see he it. He mentioned the, the name of Goldberg. Oh. <laughs> She's okay. like, wait. Uh. Never mind. This is talking about something else. Oh. And that is apparently going to be the match that may... I'd rather watch Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. I yeah. agree with you, but I also can see where they want to have Goldberg come in and actually have something decent. Why? 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 The, the, he's done it. It's Why? done. Other rumored matches. Other rumored matches coming up. We have Roman Reigns versus the man that many people now believe is the one who threw these boxes and stuff down on him on Tuesday night. Mystery attacker. The one and only... Sting. The new Daniel Bryan. Oh, yeah. That's going to be good. Just as bad. Um, Of course, some people say they saw um, some Australian do it, but we'll talk about that later on. Oh, so you mean uh, the new Shawn Michaels, uh, Daniel Bryan? Oh, yeah, he was trained by Shawn Michaels, wasn't he? Also rumored is a fatal four-way match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Uh, Of course, the... Do it right. The Iconics? Well, when you said Australian earlier, I was like, Peyton? I don't know. Talk about Buddy Murphy, but nevertheless. Oh. Um, They will be taking on the the combination of the match that is not official yet, but the rumor is uh, obviously the Kabuki. This is the match that's not on my article. The Kabuki Warriors, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, and Alexa Blitz and Nikki Clix. Also on here, I have <laughs> the Cruiserweight Championship being defended, possibly uh, Drew Gulak and Orny Lorkin. I don't know. Oni Lorkin. And of course, also in uh, the rumor mill is Drew McIntyre and Cedric Alexander. So. Oh, see, my article has rumored of Intercontinental Championship. Of Shinsuke versus Ali. And that is the also Nutcracker. Right here as well. I have that. I that match will also be called the Nutcracker Suite. And the Raw Tag Team Championship of Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus the Usos. Well, the so that's club. interesting that you said that because I also have on here that contemplating doing champion versus champion non title with the OC facing the New Day. Hmm. So it's a surprise. Welcome to the WWE. Right? This whole thing could be rewritten I, Sunday. <laughs> so that, that is true. There's actually been that, there's actually been shows that are being rewritten that 15 are minutes being, after airtime. Yes, yeah. yes. And I've learned in this business, especially working <laughs> It's wait, it's it's our it's our catchphrase. He's not paying attention. Sorry. Card. Subject, Subject to change. change. Yes, subject to change. Yes, thank you. And it changes five times in a night. 
Yes. Hey, Scott, I got something to tell you. What? We're going to scratch this. <laughs> okay. Who's going up? Just whoever comes whoever out. Whoever comes out the ring. <laughs> and, and awesome! Match, match five is now match three, and match three is now match six, and what? Just just play their music. It's funny. <laughs> when they hit the when they hit the thing, I'll just yeah, I'll I'll announce who they are. Are you actually playing video? What kind of show is this? When you get the promoter over there playing video games. Were you playing Miss Pac-Man? I wasn't playing anything. Mandrake, take your pills. <laughs> Where that, was, <laughs> that was the, the, uh, Maximus. Shout out. That yeah, was Maximus, Steve, yes. Oh. Maximus will be facing Antivalu on he will be. August yes. 10th at Rocksteady. Good shoulder and all. So, uh, yes, I have shoulders. some big news for you. Oh, oh no. no! Um, there was not only a donation made on behalf of this man at the Fighting for a Cure, but this man also happened to pay me $500 and is officially able to be reinstated on August 11th. Oh. And that would be the voice, Justin Michaels. He so effective on, on August 11th, Justin Michaels has been will be reinstated to Rocksteady Wrestling. Yay. Uh, the only yeah. person, the only person left to pay his fine will be the great Kennedy Kendrick. Well, Mr. Canada, claim <laughs> Canada. <laughs> yeah. oh. he's gonna, he's gonna pay you in toonies. I was gonna say <laughs> he's gonna get unis and toonies, and he's gonna pay. Oh, Canada. Hulk Hogan right in the face. Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my head. <laughs> that was from the August edition of Monday Night Raw in 2005. Moose and Squirrel. I saw Michael's return to Montreal. And oh, so, needless to say, SummerSlam has turned out to be a pretty hot card. Um, also, NXT is running the night before, also on August 10th. Oh, we're running against NXT? Yeah. But you know what? People love us, so we'll be here live. They can watch NXT anytime they want the WWE Network. We're 9 Yeah, but that's going to be changing, too. That's coming up very soon. So. <sighs> yeah, I heard Netflix is increasing in prices, too. So, I don't have this much money in my bank account. She's <laughs> a cheese. So, NXT. Everybody get their phones out. I know, right? Yeah, we're, we're working on Hey, guess what? Did you hear what they signed for NXT UK's main event mm -hmm. for TakeOver? <laughs> it will be Walter defending the WWE United Kingdom Championship against the, the inaugural champion, Tyler Bate. Hmm. That's going to be a... Um, Tyler Black? That's <laughs> what Tyler Bate. Hmm. You don't know who Tyler Black is. Anymore. I know exactly who Tyler Black <laughs> is. Okay? Where's NXT running on Saturday? Uh, they're going to be running. Because Friday they're running in Buffalo. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Since they're running in Toronto once Saturday. Oh. They go to Rochester! Rochester! <laughs> Rochester! <laughs> Uh, okay. Why can't I find a, a list of what's... Uh, I, I, I'm pulling up a list of matches, too. Ladies and gentlemen... Yeah, but I don't know who any of these people are, so... <laughs> NXT TakeOver Toronto! Coming up to you August 10th at the Scott... Anything, maybe. Social Bank Arena. Really? Really? The match is signed. Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. It is two out of three falls again, but this time there will be stipulations on each fall. Adam Cole's picking one, Johnny Gargano is picking another, and of course William Regal will pick the final one if it goes to his third. Sir ball. William Regal. The Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford with defending the tag team championships against the Undisputed Errors, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. And the triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship will be Velveteen Dream defending against Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. I know that guy. <laughs> I am going to just stop right there and say that I'm picking all of the Undisputed Error to walk out as champions that night. Not since the days of evolution. Do you remember that Armageddon night in 2003 when Triple H, Randy Orton, and Batista and Ric Flair all won gold on the same night? Also on the card, me Area 51 in September. And then Bermuda Triangle in October. Bermuda Triangle in October. What goes on November? We'll figure that out as it comes around. Well, once November we go to Bermuda. is the Day of the Dead. Yes. Day of the Dead. We'll talk about that now. Next, we'll, we'll talk about that next week, okay? Shayna Baszler will be the guy. It's an actual holiday in Mexico. <laughs> right? In November. Well, it's from October to November. Yeah. So. Shayna Baszler is defending her title against Mia Yim. I know her. You know her. <laughs> this is only one bear, folks. One bear. <laughs> one bear is right. Only one bear. Uh, Yingling. <laughs> not a sponsor. And also... Even they're from Tampa. Io Shirai will be taking on Candice LeRae as well on the show. So that's the NXT Toronto show for you. That's it? Five matches? They only run two hours. Don't you know that? No. Five matches in two hours? But all That's the, a lot of film. But, but you know what? That's, I mean, all the matches are good when they NXT. Usually that's NXT delivers. That's a the thing. lot of film. Five matches in two hours? Well... The Ladies and gentlemen, it's nice having you on the show this week. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, the Street Profits, are those those guys that hang out backstage? On yeah. Raw and yeah. Talk about yeah, and being in the bathroom with RVD and... and okay. Saying that, that Got it. Angelo Dawkins is probably the daddy of Maria Canelson. Right. So you know there's at least going to be a segment with them, so that'll take up some time. And... Um, Velveteen Dream takes about 20 minutes the, to get the to the main, ring. The main, so. the main event's two out of three falls. Yeah, so that that's going to take some time. All right. All right. Okay. I can see. And you know something And look, it says card subject to change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there will be additions. Does with any other card that we do around here. Okay. Does our flyers actually say card subject to change on the bottom? I hope so. Because... <laughs> 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 You know what? Like, not for nothing and not to break down that wall again, but this card has changed. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. 
many, many times, <laughs> and it is still changing. Still changing to this day, ladies and gentlemen. It'll probably change on Saturday. Hopefully not, but well, yeah, maybe no, the order, at that, least. It's funny that you said that because at our first Rocksteady show, which was an original show that... Got was, totally scrapped. Yeah, that was actually totally scrapped and rewritten in about 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, and it took a lot of sweat and a broken disco ball. And I think we yes. had to convince Kennedy to really go at it for the whole entire night. So he Oh, he he needed it anyway. He, uh, needs, he, to, he needs to exercise. He's getting old in his young age. I admire a man who can use the bathroom in, in the middle of a match and come back fresh and clean. So that's who I'm Yeah, especially when he goes to the bar, sits down, has a drink. Let the match go on. No problem. I'll be back. Yep. Five minutes later, he gets back in the match and loses anyway. Yes. But <laughs> he, he actually lost thanks to fantasy. Yeah. And, and then that started the whole entire That's what started this whole yeah. thing. I yeah. know. That, that, of course. That's what started it this time. Well, yeah. It's what restarted it. I I was going to say, um, this has been going on for a very long time. Yes. Well, and I mean, she did try to use the flag back in March, too. So, you know. What kind of country do you live in where they will allow you to use their flag as a weapon, throw it on the floor, right? throw it all over the place. See, this is what's wrong right? with... Right, it's flag and, abuse. I mean, how abuse. dare you swing a flag around and and hit people with it and... Oh, right. wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what do you have? Wait, 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 what do you got there? Well, you know what? I mean, well, the flag that, that we used to carry around is, is not really a country. Anymore. Oh so, my God! You're no, 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 Crazy Dave's Bar, 6 o'clock is when the bar will be getting ready. We're going to start the proceeds at 7. We'll see you there Tuesday. Have a great night.